Welcome to my Soul Life podcast. This is my playground, and I'm your host, Susan Scollin. I believe that we can live a life we love every day. To do this, we have to go on a journey to uncover who we are on every layer. We're always evolving, and the people around us are a mirror of our growth. Over the next nine weeks, each Monday, I'm bringing you my summer soul sessions, where I share with you a wellness topic that I'm super passionate about. I'll share my thoughts and how you can grow and change too. And join me on Thursdays for the beginner health sessions for simple ways you can up-level your own health and wellness. Be inspired. I want to remind you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guests. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment, and I would encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hello, welcome back to our last Summer Soul session. I cannot believe that we've gotten to episode number nine, um, which is just the number of soul sessions that I've put out there. Um, It's just been amazing. Uh, I really like, think about it, it was back at the beginning of December. And so this means we're, I think it's right on the 31st of January and it's really marked time beautifully for me. It hasn't been a rush. It has been a really beautiful process to go through and I know that you've enjoyed it. I'm getting lots of feedback, which is lovely, and I'm seeing lots of um, downloads. So particularly on the last nine episodes, it's just been out of control, like in the most amazing and delightful way. Um, It's lovely to get the reports that I've been getting, um, which is statistical information basically. And so just receiving that information has been, yeah, it just blows my mind. So clearly it sort of shows me that you want to hear more from me. Um, And so I want to just sort of think about what I'm thinking about is moving forward. You know, I think the best step forward, and I've already talked about this on a previous episode, is just talking about the fact that um, interspersing me just chatting on here for about 45 minutes and then adding in the interviews with, you know, everyday people who are doing amazing things. So one, you're getting fuel from me, you're getting energy from me, and you're getting information from me that you can then go out and apply into your own life. Like I will give you the structures so that you can keep moving forward and make those changes in your life that really feel aligned to you. So it's always what it's about for me. It's not about what I think is right or not um, for you because I will never know. You know, you are the expert in, in being you. <laughs> so making sure that you, when you come into these episodes, just reminding yourself that not everything I say is going to resonate with you. Not everything. And that's okay. Completely fine. But some of it will. And then there'll be this version, this overlay of who you are and what you want to take out of it. And that's really exciting to me. That's the bit where you kind of go, oh my gosh, I'm becoming more me because I've taken this one thing out of it and I've applied it in a way that means something to me. And then I've um, experimented with it and I haven't worried about whether I'm doing it right or I'm doing it wrong because there is no right or wrong. We know that, right? We just know, and we're not talking from an ethical standpoint, but we just know that we can play around with things and find the balance, find what resonates with us and just keep moving forward from that perspective and continue to do that. So 
like I've said before, some of the things that I do, you might love them. And that's amazing. And I love that. And some of the things you do, I might love. And I'll adopt those things. And then there's the other things that we kind of come up with and we go, do you know what? I didn't like this. Use a recipe, for example. I didn't have an ingredients for a recipe the other night. So I went, oh, let's have a look in my cupboard. What have we got there? What sort of flavor profile am I looking for when I think about this food when I'm you know, going to go, go and eat it? And so I found another ingredient and I popped that in instead. And that's okay. And that's exactly what we're doing with life is we're bringing, creating our own flavor profile for the life that we want. And that's your dreams and that's my dreams and they're all unique. And that's the beauty of us being us. So I think I've rabbited on a little bit, (laughs) but it's just really exciting to see where we've come from, you know, thinking of even just thinking about this podcast and where it started and doing the Susisms and then the beginner health sessions and doing all the interviews and then the interviews sort of just, just moving away to give us the space to have this time together and now what that's creating going forward. So yeah, you can say I'm super excited. And it was an experiment. The summer cell sessions were an absolute experiment. And I was, I was nervous. I didn't know if I could stand, um, not stand because I'm not, I mean, physically stand, not physically stand, but if I could be on here for 45 minutes, like I hadn't done a podcast by myself for that length of time. So could I actually spend that time with you and feel like I've added value into your life and created impact, which is what we're going to talk about today, in a way that is meaningful for you. And that's always a question that I have in my mind. How is this going to impact the people that are reading it? Will they get something out of it? And in part, most of that for me is about letting go because I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what you need to hear today. I don't know how you will interpret information that I'm putting into this podcast or into social media or into my blog posts, anything on my website. I don't know how you're going to interpret that. And a really good example of that actually is when Elizabeth Gilbert wrote Eat, Pray, Love, and she was doing her book tours around the US and a woman said to her, and I can't remember the exact words around what she, how she had interpreted the book, but she said, I loved it when you talked about whatever it was. And Elizabeth just stood there and went, oh, that's really great. And in her mind, she's going, I never talked about that at all. (laughs) But that was that person's experience. That's what that person took out of it. And so it's kind of like that reading between the lines. I don't know what you read between the lines from this podcast, from my blog post, from social media, from interacting with me. I don't know what you believe about me. And that's okay that's got it's it's got nothing to do with me actually um but what it does have or what it does give permission for me is to let go and to let go and let you have your journey just as I can let go and have my journey and choose to be in this present moment and I think that's a really beautiful thing for us to be able to reflect on that we can often think that we're in the present moment And then the moment can go even deeper. So I was recently on a walk and I started to, I thought I'll take some photos of the plants or beautiful plants that I walked past. 
but I actually had to physically stop myself because I saw something like a beautiful plant, whatever it was, maybe some, it was the roses. And I stopped and I smelt the roses because I could smell the perfume coming off them and I stopped and smelt them, but I never took that photo, even though I'd made the decision that I would take a photo of these things. And it was at the next place that I walked past and I think it was the cactuses where I saw this beautiful green runner, basically a ground cover with a beautiful little purple flower in it. And then behind them under the trees were these cacti. Like they were just, was like a family standing up at a barbecue. Like it was a massive family of these cacti and it was so cool. And I thought, oh, you've got to take your camera out. Like I actually had to pull myself into the present moment and take that camera out to take that photo. And I realized at that point what had happened with the roses is I told myself I was being present, but I actually wasn't being present with myself and I wasn't honoring myself and the decision that I had previously made about taking that photo. No problems either way. Obviously, we make these changes and we, we transcend or we transform as we move forward. And I was able to do that the next time around when I saw the beautiful cacti, which was kind of a, first I saw the runner, the beautiful ground cover, and then I was like, so, oh, so it just opened up my heart to go, oh my gosh, I can go deeper and look at what I get to see when I go deeper. And you might say, oh, you know, cacti prickly, but it wasn't that. It was just the beauty of that family or group of cacti that were just stunning. And I think they're over, they're somewhere on Instagram. I think they're over there in a post. Um, Oh, they are in a post actually. So yes, you can see them. And you, yeah, you'll just see some of the things that I saw on that walk. But by bringing, I could only do that by bringing myself into the present moment, much like I'm doing now when I'm talking to you and being fully present with you. And I don't think, I don't think there's anything more that I could do to be more present with you right now. So I hope you're enjoying the podcast as you tune in and listen today, wherever you are in the world and with whatever you're doing. So today we're talking about impact and this is a really interesting one. It's something that's come up for me over the last 12 months. I work with um, a business business owner, a, a coach, um, and it's, it's around data. I'm going to get this wrong, but we're in the data field. So a lot of it for them is about the numbers, and this is my interpretation, it's about measuring, well, it's about measuring your results effectively. And whenever I'm asked to measure my results, I, and I have sat down and I have done all the work around numbers and clients and group members and how many um, pod, podcast downloads I'm going to get, how many testimonials adding on to that sort of thing. So just looking at ways that I could measure my business and therefore the success that's that approach never stuck for me and potentially that's my it's all my fault like I can take responsibility for it it just wasn't going to be aligned to me and how I wanted to measure success in my business so it got me thinking about how do I want to measure success and I actually want to measure it by the impact that the work 
that I do with clients has on their lives. So this has just been an evolution and I'm going to come to that in a minute. But as I was reflecting on this topic today and what I wanted to share with you, I'm now wondering whether impact is also the way I can measure my personal life. And when I talk about impact from that perspective, is it through growth? Is it through my ability to move through things rather than, you know, Chris and in the old days, Chris and I perhaps having an argument or a disagreement about something and then it taking three or four or five days to get over it or move through it, should I say? Um, whereas now we can kind of we can joke about it, but we're actually having we're having better conversations around things, things that used to be like I was talking one language and Chris was talking the other, we're now at the point where we can actually communicate our own messages and each other can understand them and then go, oh, I get what you're saying. Okay, this will work, this won't work. And the example for that is on the weekend we were talk- we're talking about decking our outside area and Chris was talking about clearing the grass section that is between the patio or the outside area and our pool. And then we were talking about the depth that he needed to go to be able to clear that land um, or clear the grass, just take the top off it basically. And what I believed Chris wasn't considering was there's going to be a deck on the concrete component. So we didn't need as much grass taken off as he was thinking that we needed. And so when I was able to clearly explain that to him, and I said, you know, this will be at this height, this will be at the next height. What are you thinking about for that grass height? And he was like, oh, I get what you're saying. Okay. So I just take off X amount here and then I take off X amount there. And I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds really cool. And it wasn't a oh, now I'm right, (laughs) had nothing to do with that at all. It just, which potentially in the past it would have, um, but now it was just like, great. So we're both on the same page. We know where we're going. We know how the deck will fall or sit on the concrete, and then we now we know where the step will be because there'll be two steps, so one off the concrete, one off the first piece of grass, and then into the pool area as well. So that was just a really good conversation. And in the past, we could have got frustrated by that and it could have blocked us up um, to the point of it could be a couple of weeks before we actually came back to that conversation, but we were able to just do it in the moment and that was really beautiful. You know, can I measure impact in my ability to see how others and families, that includes family and friends, around me move through things differently? So another example for that is Chris was telling me, you know, last year that he wants to do some yoga. He's ready for that. Or he's recently told me how he's going to make some changes to his eating. And he said, well, if you can do it, I can do it, and which is totally true. <laughs> so it's just lovely to see those examples start to happen, not because I've told him he needs to do these things. I just say, oh, because he made a comment about changing what he was eating. And I said, oh, why is that? And that's where he said, well, if you can do it, I can do it. And he goes, and there's been a few niggles as in, you know, reflux and a few other things that are happening for him that he kind of goes, I just want to get on top of those. But he's making those decisions. They're not because I'm sitting there and going, you should do this. I don't do that anymore. That was, that was definitely an old version. Um, can I measure my, or 
my success, I guess, in my personal life by how we're living in alignment with our life, how we're making these changes, you know, the move up from Canberra to Harvey Bay, could that be a measure of, you know, impact? Um, What the work that we're doing in the garden area, because we hadn't done, well, let me rephrase that, we had done a lot, but it just just didn't look like we'd done anything. So now we are doing the aesthetic pieces where people can actually go, oh, wow, they've that looks really lovely or they've created a space over here that works for the caravan, the grass is out the front, got that beautiful garden bed and we've put more plants in that, that's great. And now we're doing those front garden beds outside the house um, and we're just getting ready for water tanks and things like that. So looking at it and going, well, what's the one next thing that we can do? And that's something that potentially I can measure our success by is that our ability to continue to evolve and our ability to continue to collaborate together and have these shared experiences. Now, I, generally speaking, allow Chris to come up with the ideas outside. Um, We do a lot of it together, but it's kind of like this evolution. So as you go out the back deck, for example, and you go to the right, um, we have this garden bed off to the side of it. We've got the patio, and then at the end there's this little garden bed. And we realised on the weekend that we're actually going to deck that. So that's where the pizza oven could be because on that side is where the table is, our outside table. But we need the pizza oven far enough off the deck so the smoke from the pizza oven isn't hitting the eaves (laughs) so we can keep those clean and, and safe. And... I realized because I'd said to Chris, we need to get, we wanted to put a retaining wall in there and make that a garden bed at one point, but it just never happened. And it wasn't something that I pushed. I just allowed it to, or we both just allowed it to be, and we would move through that. But we're going to have to move all the plants that are in there, which is okay, um, and just start to look at that space a little differently. And now that we know it's going to be a deck, we were never meant to put that retaining wall in. <laughs> we were just never meant to do that. So could I measure the impact of time and allowing those decisions to come as part of our success and success as a couple? Can I measure impact in terms of slowing down? And what I've done over the last 12 months in particular, or probably nine nine months, six months, whatever it might be, just slowing down and taking time and yeah, just not worrying about things as much as I used to and not scheduling things as much as I used to. I think that's a really good move for me. Um, And the last one I wrote down here was just, can I measure impact in terms of listening to myself? You know, last week I was sick. Um, I came back from Canberra very fatigued and there was a lot going on. We were visiting people. There's a lot happening with my parents as well and helping them and all the things, all good things. But I was very fatigued from that trip and I learned a lot about myself in that space. And then to come home and then on Tuesday night to have a high temperature, not COVID related because um, we tested for that, but just to have these sorts of things happen and then have clients that I'm potentially supposed to be seeing because <laughs> we I was booked up for the week and actually just contacting them one by one and just going, I cannot do, I just can't turn up for myself, let alone turn up for you. So I would, can we move this, you know, can we shift it to next week? What would that look like for you? And, and that all worked in really beautifully, but could I use that 
as a measure of success because what came out of that was this beautiful space which in in the start <laughs> I was a bit antsy and I'm like, oh, I need to get up and I need to do a few things, but I just couldn't do them. Um, and so I actually spent some time on social media, which I really haven't done for nearly 12 months. I've been on there, I've been commenting, I drop a couple of things occasionally, but this time it was a little bit more intentional from an alignment perspective and I'm really having fun with it and it's that detached space. I don't know what you'll get out of it, if you'll get anything out of it, Um, but if you want to come and hang out with me on my new page, which is susan.scolan.coach, you can do that and come and see the recipes that I'm sharing and making just from an aligned space and they're things that I am actually eating and not to say that I wasn't in the past, um, but they're things that I have eaten that day, generally speaking, or the next day, or I ate them yesterday and I posted about them today, whatever that might be. Um, and I will give you the recipes or give you the, the ingredients so that you can kind of figure out what works for you or like today's post, which was from yesterday. Um, and I have done it today as well. He's turning on the fairy lights. So in during the day, not during nighttime, because it gets to nighttime and I forget about it and I'm just like tired and I go, oh, I can't be bothered to walk, you know, like two meters to get the the um, clicker button to turn on the lights to then walk out the door to walk, you know, two meters down to turn it on. <laughs> it's so far away. But it's could I measure my success through the impact of just having those social conversations on social media. And I think the answer to that is yes. And I think the answer to all of it is yes. We have been so, well, for a lot of us, <laughs> and I think potentially everybody, uh, I measured my success by the amount of money that I bought in the door. And I know that, and I can see the stories And then if I wasn't bringing in a certain amount of money, then that meant I was unsuccessful or a failure at certain things. But I really want to start looking at that differently because the money is still coming anyway, right? The money is still there. I just get to look at things a bit differently and I don't have to measure it by statistics and dollars and I guess just all those measures, they're there and don't get me wrong, my coach understands that my approach and enjoys looking at things differently with me. So it is a journey for them as well. But I get to then go, what is that impact that I'm having in the world? And often I will get emails from people that say, thank you for that podcast the change podcast that I did, the first one of the Summer Soul Sessions back in December, where I changed the name of the podcast for the second time that year. I changed what we were doing. So we had been doing interviews on a Monday, beginner health sessions on a Thursday. Well, now we're just Susan talking on a Monday for the next nine weeks and the beginner health sessions are still there. Or maybe they weren't going to be there. I wasn't quite sure at that space stage. And she said to me, thank you. She said, thank you for allowing me or giving me, allowing me to give myself permission to make changes because she's starting up a podcast, um, which will be a very impactful podcast. And she hasn't got there yet because of perfectionism. 
she hasn't got there because of the stories that she's telling herself about it. But I'm so looking forward to listening to her podcast and listening to her guests. It's it's just going to be life-changing. So thinking about any measures that we have, any measures for success, can we look at it from a human perspective? And when we're doing that, can we do it from a place of love? And again, I think the answer is yes. You know, we live in a corporate world, as I said before, that success is measured by how many likes did you get on a post? How many comments did you get on a post? How many people are in your membership group? How many um, how many one-on-one clients do you have? Like how many um, how many sales did you do this month? What are the numbers? What are the stats? How many came in through the launch, whether that be um, in private industry or commercial? How many people came into the store? How many people purchased? What was the average purchase price? All of these sorts of questions, but they forget the human factor. And that's something that I'm really excited about bringing back into my business is that human factor and getting to know people and being social on social media, (laughs) like just having a good time. It makes such a difference. So thinking about my business from a structure perspective, I have one-on-one clients, I have group clients, and I have podcasts. So I also have social media, but I really don't, um, I'm not going to use that at this point as a measure of success because I just see that as a conversation. Someone sending me a random PM or DM or email about how the work that I've been doing impacts them, trust me, I'll take that. <laughs> That's part of my impact. But just having a general conversation with somebody in the in social media, that's not impact for me. That's friendship and that's um, a collaboration potentially. It's getting to know somebody a little bit better and it's just having a conversation like you would in the street with somebody. And I think that's really beautiful. <clears throat> So then that leads me into how do I measure impact then? And I measure impact via client feedback, so the clients that I already have, and the prospective clients that come through the door as well and see what they're after, see if I can be a good fit. If I'm not a good fit, that's okay. What could I learn from that? And sometimes it's just learning to let those things go. Through my clients' achievements and I will go into this a little bit in a minute. That is deep work. (laughs) That is not just ticking a box. I've lost 10 kilos. I feel great. I'm now able to play with my kids. It goes deeper than that. It goes into the person about who you have become. And I know I talk a lot about this, generally speaking. I talk about it myself. Who have I become over the last eight years since doing this work on myself? Who have I become since becoming a health coach and a life coach? Who have I become, I guess, since being a wife, you know? I've certainly evolved big time in that space. Um, And that's how we've been 12 years this year, so that's pretty cool. But being together a little bit longer than that. But who have I become, even in just the last month, that's a really interesting thing to look at and a question to ask yourself. And it could be part of, become part of your monthly journaling. Who have you become this month because of the person that you have 
been over that period of time. And then looking at impact again, so how am I measuring impact? It's my client's results. And you might say achievements and results are the same thing, but I don't see them as the same thing. A client can, like I said before, lose 10 kilos and be happy and go, that's a great result or an achievement, actually, I would say. But that's where that question of who have you become? Because I've had clients who, have learnt, who haven't lost anything, yet they have become a different person because of the work that they've done with me. They now know that they don't have to beat themselves up to lose weight. They can live life. They can love living their life. They've made changes that are bringing them closer to what they want and they're going to make sustainable changes over time. They're living in more of alignment. And, you know, there were some conversations um, at one point around how responsible I am for my clients' results. And the answer is I'm not responsible at all. So I am their guide, I am their support, but I cannot play the game for them, much like they can't play the game for me. I've got to get out there, I've got to be seen, I've got to have conversations with people and I've got to work from my own alignment to achieve the results that I want to achieve and become the person that I'm going to become. They can't do that for me and that doesn't mean that I've failed because I haven't helped them, well, I haven't given them the results that they've purchased, so to speak, but they have transformed And that's what we're here to do, transform and transcend and continue to transform and transcend, transform and transcend, because there will always be something for you to work through. So people come into me, thinking about how people come into me, people generally come into me through food. And then we naturally start to unpick their primary food, their relationships, their career, spirituality and physical activity. It's easier for us to work on the things on the outside than it is to work on the things on the inside. And when you're with a coach, a coach, well, I as a coach encourage experimentation without judgment. And I think that's a really key point there. Experiment, learn, because you're potentially going to come into it, well, I didn't do very well. Well, what did you do? Oh, I exercised three times a week, but I said I'd do five, so clearly I failed because I didn't do the other two times. But you exercised three more times than you were the week before. Can we celebrate that? And that's what I'm going to bring into your life is this opportunity to look at the things that you have done well. And with that changes mindset because you kind of go, well, I feel really good after doing it three times a week, even though I didn't do those other two because we naturally sabotage ourselves. But I can come back into my mind and go, what worked well for me those with those three times? What didn't work well on those two times? What else came up on that day? Did I have sick children? Was I sick? Had I not planned to do the exercise that day? Did a meeting come up that I didn't plan for? Did... Um, something happened at the school that I had to go to uh, quickly and urgently for my son. What else came into your door? Or did I just not feel like doing it and that be okay? So sitting back and just having a look at those things, that's where we really learn and we start to transform from that space. 
rather than going, well, I didn't do it two times. <laughs> I didn't do it two times because what are, what's after that? Have a look at that. I did it three times because I got up early. I did it first thing in the morning. I did it before my kids woke up. I only did it for five minutes, even though I said I'd do it for 10, but I did it for five minutes. And then, oh, I was able to get breakfast organized for my kids and I went back and did the other five minutes. You can see how the language changes. You can see how the mindset starts to change. And that's what we're, we're playing around with here. We're not looking for a silver bullet. And I'm going to tell you, you know, when I first started to write this down, I was like, well, the silver bullet doesn't exist, but the silver bullet is actually you. And we think there's something wrong with us. So we look outside of ourselves for the answers. But what if there was nothing wrong with us, just opportunities to grow, learn and deepen our relationship with ourselves and therefore the outside world? Did I just blow your mind? You know, when I gave you those two examples of the two times I didn't do exercise, for example, even though I said I was going to do it five times that week and I did it three times, but I didn't do it two. And then we picked it apart and go, what came up? I didn't do it because, okay, it's out there. That's all we need to know. And then we move on and go, what do you want to do for next week? Well, I really want to do it those three times again. Okay, bam, go and do that. And when you start to do it for yourself, those things, you know, like I talked about earlier, where my husband is now telling me, well, if you can do it, I can do it. Those things start to happen. Things start to transform. Your inside world, your inside voices start to become your outside world and your outside voices. And that is where the beauty lies. That is what you're creating. And you probably kind of still are caught up, and I know I still get caught up in my own mindset around things. And when Chris throws out the, well, if you can do it, I can do it, and I'm like, oh, crap, like this, this shit actually works. I'm like, wow, I still blow my own mind around this sort of stuff. And it's true. If I can make those changes, anybody else can make those changes. So let's talk about some of the transformations and transcending things that have happened with my clients without mentioning any names and without getting deep into the description of who they are or how these things have evolved but here's a couple of examples for you someone let go of a job that was no longer aligned to them there was actually two people who did this and one it happened for them And they were able to move through that so elegantly. In the moment, they were able to move through that so elegantly, it wasn't funny. And it was amazing. And it was amazing to see their growth in that space. The other one had told me 12 months ago that they were in the perfect job. They were going to be there forever. They loved it. And then over the year, things started to change for them. And eventually they got to the point where it no longer was aligned to them and they were able to let it go. That's huge. That's huge. That's not me saying, hey, I don't think it's a good job for you. I I don't know if it's a good job for them. They tell me that they love it and they loved going to work and they loved the people that they worked with. But it was just there was a few shifts and changes happening and then they started to kind of go, I wonder if this is actually for me. And then they realised maybe it's not. 
And then if I think that maybe it's not, what is for me? What are the things that my soul is telling me it's time to go and do? And so they're out there in the world now doing those things, which is amazing. Another person chose to simplify meals and invested invested in pre-packaged meals. So they had space for all the other things in their lives. Now you might think as a health coach, that's completely not aligned. I'm the one as a health coach should be saying to them, eat fresh, eat close to the farmer's door as you can, meal prep, all of that sort of stuff. But that's not the case. (laughs) So not the case. Everybody is unique and what everybody needs is completely different. And so if that's what you need, if that's what particularly my client needed to move forward, that's something to be celebrated. And when they did it and they made that change, they were like, oh, my life is so much easier now. Like I just don't have to think about food anymore and I feel much better. Bam, that's like blow your mind right there, right? They're still eating well. They're just eating a different version and that's okay. They're eating their version. It's the, you know, like we talk about the Sue's diet or Melanie who was on here um, an earlier episode around fibromyalgia and stuff. She talked about the Melanie diet. Everybody is unique. Every single one. Every one of you listening on here is unique. So what is your eating plan or your diet or your way of life, whatever that might be? Go and find it. Experiment and know that it's going to evolve continue that experimentation you know once upon a time I thought that I had it all sorted and I had this beautiful I was having yogurt in the morning uh, with some beautiful granola and fruit on top and then the yogurt started getting really sweet it was organic yogurt and I'm like what's the problem like I'm just not enjoying it so I added in some coconut yogurt half coconut yogurt half this organic yogurt which was beautiful vanilla bean so good um, I still remember it. <laughs> and then I've still got the granola and I've got the fruit on top. Oh my gosh, this is heaven. It's amazing. No worries. And then <clears throat> I started noticing that got too sweet. And I'm like, oh gosh. So I took out my beautiful vanilla organic vanilla bean organic yogurt and just had coconut yogurt. But now the big change was I used to, the container was full. Now it's half full because I really didn't need as much. So I just had a bit of coconut yogurt, I had the granola, I had the fruit, and that was enough. And then I noticed, oh, I'm kind of getting a bit bloated. Hmm, (laughs) maybe it's time to change what I'm having for breakfast. And maybe, I can't remember what I went to after that, but I started playing around again and started experimenting again. And that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing on a daily basis, listening to our bodies, intuitively eating, uh, eating in a way that's in alignment with us allowing our body to have good nutrition, but doing it from a place that works for us, not from a place that we're pushing against and thinking we have to do things a certain way because society is telling us to do it a certain way. We find our way. We find our rhythm. And if that's in prepackaged foods, if that's in shakes, if that's in any of that sort of those things that you find in the freezer or you're having home delivery, what does it matter? What does it matter? You're actually probably eating closer to, <laughs> closer to the farmer than a lot of people. So that's a really good outcome as well. Another client realized that their relationship with their other half didn't need to define them, that they can have a successful business 
and it can be separate from their their partner. Their partner didn't need to slow them down. They didn't need to get up or in, like my client, up in their head. They could just let go of what was happening in that space, allow that space to evolve so that they could evolve in their own space. And they've made so many leaps and bounds. It's been phenomenal. And another, another client really let go of coaching um, and really created a space that was just a talk session for themselves because coaching is that space. It doesn't have to be goal-orientated. You don't have to be specific about what you're working towards. That can get tiring after a while, and sometimes you just need that space, safe space, to express what's going on for you, and then that allows you, once you've let all of that out, in a space that's not with friends, that's a very different kind of space to a coaching space, Um, because I'm not trying to fix anything. I'm not, there's no judgment over here. Not that there isn't a friend space particularly, but I'm just here to listen to you and to provide, you know, ask those what questions, those um, why, not not how and why, (laughs) the um, what, yeah, the what questions, the when, uh, when we do this sort of stuff, when you're ready to set goals and things like that. So asking those sort of deeper questions and, if that's not appropriate on occasions, it's okay. That's perfectly okay. Because as what I was trying to say before is you can let that out in your session with a coach and then that just frees up your life. It's almost like you just get it all out and then you kind of go, oh, big breath out. I'm, you know, I've let it all go and now I can just be who I need to be through my day. And those, you know, to me, that what I've just described to you is impact. And they're just some examples because I can't take you all the way deeper. They're not my stories to tell. These clients and these people have transformed and it's not not because of the work that they've done with me. It is in part. It's the work that they've done with me but they've applied it to themselves and they've transformed it into what what works for them And they're making those changes and they're making those shifts and they're experimenting and they're kind of going, well, that worked for a little while, but now I'm ready to let that go. And now I want to do this. And we're still working towards, in some cases, the same sorts of goals, but it's just that evolution of who they are. You know, and when I, my clients say to me, I've had a Sue's moment this week, (laughs) you know, I know that they're making mindset shifts for themselves and they're making changes in their lives that are transformative. They are actually transforming and they may call it a Sue's moment, but soon enough it's going to be their moment and their partners or their friends are going to say to them, I've had a whoever they're talking to, Joe moment, for example, if my client's name was Joe, I've had a Joe moment <laughs> and that's what happens. It's that transformation and it's that ripple effect that starts to flow out. So the impact created is yours. It's not mine. And I get to be part of that journey. I'm actually honoured to be part of that journey. And this is, I think, for any coach out there, we're here to support you for transformation. We're not here to dictate to you how that looks. That's your journey. And so allowing you to the safe space to go on that journey, that exploration of mind, because we can't see as humans 
often we cannot see what's going on inside. We think we might know, but sometimes it can take a word, a question, just a thought, a reflection from somebody outside of us to go, oh crap, that's what I'm actually doing. And we couldn't see it because we're telling ourselves that we're doing all the right things and, but there's this problem over here and I'm not really sure what to do with it. But what if we didn't have to do anything with it? What if we could just let it be what we're in air quotes calling a problem and then sit with it and see what's going on over time? Or we can bring in the support of a coach to help us identify what could be going on in that area and start to unpack that. And this is the impact that I have with my clients and with the people that I'm working with. And so, which are the same people, right? (laughs) And so to then come back and go, let's measure this. Let's have a look at what that impact is. How did that transform and transcend that person? It's very much, very different to a statistic. And I think we can apply, as I did in the start, this all to our own lives. Rather than judging ourselves and saying, I bought in this much money, we paid off this much off the mortgage, we own these cars, all of those things in our life, how many? How about we measure our life by how many cuddles we gave our kids today? How many times do we sit down and just take some time for ourselves in amongst the chaos? How many times did we say hello to somebody today? What if they were our measures of success? Do you think that our quality of a life would be very different rather than just the go, go, go? Do you think that we'd be more present with what we're doing? I think we would. And I think it's time that we start to make these changes, if we haven't already before, but consciously start to make those changes, consciously start to say thank you to people. You look lovely today. I really like that tie on you. Not that we can necessarily do those things in COVID time, but you know, even just sharing, this is a movie that really resonated with me. I think you might like it too. Or this is a podcast that I'm just listened to about impact. and I thought you might be interested in it. So spending, sharing the love, um, coming at it from a place of love and just enjoying what we're doing. um, I think are really, really great places to start with and to think about If impact is what you want to create in the world, how would you define it? So thank you so much for being here today. Um, I'm really interested in what you have to say about this um, and I'd really love your feedback over on uh, my.soul.life.podcast. So head over there if you would like to have a conversation with me and be social on social media. That would be really cool. And we can just have a chat. So that's over on Instagram, by the way. And yeah, I'd love to have a chat with you because I'm just enjoying being social. And I hope you are too. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. And I have a couple of small favors to ask. If you love this episode, please share it with someone you love and you know the episode will resonate with. Also, to help spread the word about my podcast, please head over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love hearing your thoughts about my podcast and what's resonating with you. Plus, it helps us share my podcast with the rest of the world, which is amazing. Finally, thank you so much for being here. I'm super grateful for you and I'm truly honored you've spent your time with me. Let's keep rising. Let's keep growing because it's totally possible to live a life you love every day right where you are. See you in the next episode.